powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Since 1981, Unbound has connected people like you with families worldwide on their self-directed paths out of poverty. A brighter future is possible for these families when we all walk together. Sponsor a child today and you'll help a family take the first steps on their path. Change their future in just one click. Start walking with your new friend today at unbound.org walk. Come on in, everybody. Let's go, let's go. It is Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. And uh, I'm starting about a minute and a half early to give you an opportunity on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, our website, Twitter, all of that to begin to share. We're going to add our Instagram fam in just a moment. But come on in, everybody. Y'all in here. Come on. Y'all already in here. Jubilee. I love it. Let's go. Come on. Jacksonville's already in here. Atlanta's already in here. Uh, ready. This is what y'all better be ready for prayer. This is what I'm talking about. Come on. Let's add the IG fam to uh, our stream tonight as we get ready to pray. Listen, it's going to be amazing tonight as prayer always is. I want you to share. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. It is just that simple. And it's important to understand um, that literally you're using your social media as a vehicle of life. Jesus said that we are the light of the world. Uh, and so when you use your social media to share, you are being the light and you are literally transforming lives across America and around the world. I get messages all the time from all over the world. Today, as I, I get about two to 300 messages a day just on Instagram. And I was seeing messages from Canada, messages from Kenya, messages from Pakistan, all over. So you never know whose life you are impacting. St. Kitts, welcome. Aurora, Miami, let's go. Aurora, 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 Inglewood. Uh, Houston, Texas, welcome. Denver, good to see you. Shalom, everybody, come on in. Welcome to you. So glad that you are with us tonight. Florence, South Carolina, New York City. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Northridge, California, Conyers, Georgia, that's Atlanta. Uh, Inglewood, St. Louis, STL, welcome. Jersey, hey, Jersey. Welcome, Las Vegas is in the building tonight. Shalom to you. Atlanta is in the building tonight. Come on, everybody. Let's go. Um, do me a favor. San Jose, welcome. Glad that you're here. Wherever you're at, Columbus, Georgia, about an hour outside of Atlanta. Tulsa, Oklahoma is here tonight. Tennessee, what part of Tennessee? Paris, France. Paris, Paris, France or Paris, Texas? I think it's a Paris, Texas and a Paris, France. Which one? Welcome. Naperville, Illinois. Colorado Springs, California. Or, uh, excuse me, Colorado. Gainesville, Florida. Let's go. Belgium is in the building tonight. Dallas, Texas, Huntsville, Alabama, Palmdale, California. Let's go. Little Rock, Arkansas is here. Let's go. Aurora, Dallas is in the building. Shalom to you all. Listen, there's this word that you're going to hear me use a lot. Uh, and it is this Hebrew word, shalom. Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome. 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 Harvester. Welcome. Uh, Scotland, UK. Welcome. Houston, Texas. So this, the word is called this. It is the word shalom. S-H-A-L-O-M. And I want to teach you this word um, so that one, you understand the biblical significance of it. France. Welcome, France. So glad you're in, in, in tonight. West Indies in the building tonight. More Atlanta, Denver in the building over there on LinkedIn. Watching from the gym in Houston. Let's go. Decatur, Georgia. Come on, Harvest in the building. So that word shalom is the word peace, but it means more than peace. It means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all as well. So every time you release that word, you are literally prophesying to somebody's life. And what does it mean to prophesy, Bishop? It means to foretell and foretell. So every time you release that word, you are speaking over somebody's life that nothing is missing, nothing is broken, nothing is lacking. Can I get you to just drop that word, say shalom, and just put uh, tag somebody that you want to join prayer or tag somebody on prayer. If you don't have anybody to tag, just say shalom, bishop. Just say shalom to me. And every time we release that word, we are prophesying to one another 
Nothing is missing, nothing is broken, nothing is lacking, and all is well. And so anytime you feel overwhelmed and you don't know what to pray, guess what you pray? Shalom. Y'all better hear me. Anytime you're like, I don't know what situation, I don't know what to pray for my family member. I don't know what to pray for my friend. I do not know what to pray. You just pray shalom. And when you speak shalom to a situation, let me tell you the power of this. Remember uh, when Jesus spoke to the, uh, the storm and the clouds and all of that, and Jesus said, peace be still. What did Jesus actually say? When Jesus spoke those words, Jesus was literally saying shalom to the storm. In other words, he was telling the storm, as in Mark chapter four, he, was, he got up, he rebuked the wind and, the, uh, uh, and said to the waves, peace be still. He was literally saying shalom to you, be still. Let nothing be missing, nothing be broken, nothing be lacking, let all be well. So whenever you don't know what to pray, that's your prayer, shalom. Whenever you are unsure of what to do, that's your prayer, shalom. Whenever you're like, I don't know exactly what to say to God about this situation, about my child, about my job, about my relationship, about my family, you pray shalom. And the scripture says that he would give us peace that surpasses all understanding. What does this mean? That's Philippians uh, 4 and 7. Watch me. As a matter of fact, let me read that to you. It says, and the peace of God, or the shalom of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds. Which means when you speak shalom to a situation, in other words, I'm secure. Because no matter what happens, I'm good. Come on, y'all. No matter what goes down, I'm good. No matter what they say, I'm good. No matter what direction it goes, I am good. So, Father, tonight we start our prayer speaking your word, that word shalom over our lives, speaking that word over our year, speaking that word over this week, God. And we declare that nothing is missing, nothing is broken, nothing is lacking, and that all is well. And Father, just like you spoke shalom to the storm and the wind died down and it was calm, Father, we speak shalom to any storms, to any situations that are happening in our lives. We speak that nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. Nothing is lacking. And all is well. Father, that means everything has to come into alignment with your word. It means everything has to come into alignment with your purpose. Everything has to come into alignment with your plan. And for this, we say thank you. Tonight, God, we even speak Philippians 4, 7. You said, and the peace of God and the shalom of God, which surpasses all understanding, would be a guard to our minds. In other words, we would not lose our minds because your shalom would be with us. We declare that your shalom is guarding us. Come on, y'all. It is a guard to us. It is a protector to us. It fights for us. It ensures that we do not have to walk around with anxiety. We do not have to walk around with fear. We do not have to walk around with uncertainty. We don't have to walk around worried about what is going to come. We stand with a guard. Come on. I need you to type that in the comments. I got it. I'm guarded. Type that. I'm guarded. I have a guard that protects me, and it is the shalom of God. It is the peace of God, and it will guard our hearts and our minds, and we thank you for it. Father, you speak that verse right after you say, don't be anxious about anything, but to pray about everything with thanksgiving. So tonight, God, we are following your word in Philippians as we gather together on a multitude of digital platforms to pray. Father, we are following what your word said, and we speak on everything we cover tonight, God, that it would be shalom. That there would be no area of our lives where there is lack. There would be no area of our lives where anything is missing. There would be no area of our lives where anything is broken. And we declare that all is well. Father, we speak shalom to everybody connected to us. Come on. To everybody that is connected to us, that nothing would be missing in their lives. Nothing would be broken in their lives. Nothing would be lacking and that all would be well. This is a year of jubilee, which means, God, there are only three things that we are expecting to see manifest in this year. Number one, jubilee means celebration. Everything that happens this year, God, it is win or win for us. No matter what goes down, no matter what happens, there are only two options. And that is to win or it is to win. Father, we thank you that you have set us up for victory. Your word says that you always lead us into triumph. You always lead us into victory. You are the God that ensures that our life is a life that is filled with victory. And there is no victory without some type of valley. So, Father, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 2, 14, we allow you to lead us to victory, lead us to wins, lead us to success. 
for your glory. Father, the second thing that Jubilee is, it is emancipation, which means that we are free from all restrictions. Father, I come against anything that keeps us caged. Come on, y'all. I come against us being shy. I come against us being insecure. I come against us being uncertain. I come against us questioning our talent, gift, skill, ability, worth, and value. I come against anything that would keep us and any type of restriction. I come against anything but that would make us think that we cannot. The Apostle Paul said that I can do all things. Please put that in the comments, all things. There is nothing that we cannot accomplish. There is nothing that we cannot do. I come against you thinking that you're unqualified because of your race. I come against you thinking that you're unqualified because of your sex. I come against you thinking you're unqualified because of your past. I come against you thinking you're unqualified because of your record. I come against you thinking you're unqualified because you don't have a degree. I come against you thinking you're unqualified because of the mistakes you've made. We have no restrictions this year. Anything that has restricted us from previous years, we lose that and we let it go. Please type, I let it go in the comments. We let it go. Father, we let go of anything that would keep us restrictive, that would keep us in ungodly restrictions. We are in a year of jubilee, which means there are no restrictions. Anything from previous years that blocked us, that held us back, that stopped us, it does not apply this year. It does not apply this year. It does not apply this year. Father, we will walk boldly. Come on, y'all. We will walk boldly. The Proverbs 28 says that the righteous are as bold as a lion. So we will be bold this year. We're going to ask for what we desire. We're going to knock until somebody opens that door. And we're going to seek until we find. We're going to ask for what we desire. We are going to knock until the door opens. And we're going to seek until we find. We are going to ask for what we desire. We are going to knock until the door opens. And we're going to seek until we find. In Jesus' name. And finally, in a year of jubilee, there are no, or it is a year of restoration, which means everything about this year will be better than previous years. So to get better, that means we have to release the previous. We cannot get excellent if we settle for average. We cannot get the best if we settle for good enough. Therefore, God, we release, you ready? Everything in our lives that is not excellent. Come on. We release everything in our lives that is not excellent. We release everything in our lives that is not excellent. We release everything in our lives that is not excellent in Jesus' name. And Father, we only accept those things. According to Philippians 1.10, it says that we would approve those things that are excellent. In order for this year to be better than any previous year, we have to release good enough. We have to release all right. We have to release that's okay. We have to release, well, at least I'm doing better than somebody else. We only accept excellence in our lives this year. Please drop that word on the screen, excellence. We only accept excellence in our finances. We only accept excellence in our body, yada, yada. We only accept excellence in how we speak. We only accept excellence in our career. We only accept excellence in, uh, in our places of employment. We only accept excellence in ministry. We only accept excellence in the people around us. We only accept excellence from ourselves. We will only accept excellence. It cannot be better if we settle for good. It cannot be better if we settle for, that's all right. This will not be a year where we say it's good enough. Mm -mm, bump that. This is the year of Jubilee, which means it will be our best year yet. We only accept excellence in our faith. We only accept excellence in our uh, future. We only accept excellence. Please, y'all, I need you to get this thing deep on the inside. Please hear me. You cannot accept anything that is not excellent from yourself, and you cannot accept anything that is not excellence from around you. We will not settle. We will not settle for anything less than excellence that goes above and beyond. Excellence is where we live. Our address this year is excellence. What we drive, we declare is excellent. Our friends are excellent. Our circle is excellent. Our dedication is excellent. Our faithfulness is excellent. Our prayer is excellent. Our giving is excellent. Our serving is excellent. We will only accept excellence this year. And it starts with ourselves. God, don't let us be sloppy. Come on, y'all. We're about to pray this thing out. Don't let us be trifling. Don't let us be half-assed. Come on, I'm not cussing. That's Deuteronomy 22 and 10. I'm not plowing with an ox and an ass together. Don't let us do anything that is not 
all in. Father, we will only accept excellence from ourselves this year. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, answer this prayer or put a seal on this prayer. Just type that word one more time, excellence. That's what we're living this year. That's what we're living this year. That's what you're living this year. Only excellence from your children. Only excellence from your spouse. Only excellence. Only excellence. That's the only thing we're accepting this year. Excellence. Excellence. You cannot have better. Hear me, prayer. We cannot have better if we accept lesser. You will never get excellence if you accept something less than excellence. And it starts with you. If you say you're going to go to the gym, don't go and get yourself in that gym. If you say you're going to eat right, eat right. If you say you're going to be somewhere where you say you're going to be somewhere, be where you said you're going to be where you're going to be there. If you say you're going to be in business, be excellent at your business. Stop giving people sloppy and saying that you don't get any support, but you want people to support sloppy. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. It's quiet. We only 14 minutes in here, but we're going up. Do, do not give a sloppy to your employer and, and watch me and then expect excellence in other places. Watch me. Let's go here. I need. We need to go here. Uh-uh, uh-uh. We're going to go here. In everything that we do, in everything, in everything, we give our whole heart. In everything, we go all the way in. That's Colossians 3.23. We're going to pray this thing. We're going to pray this thing out. Colossians 3.23. Because some of you, here's what you do. Um, because it may not be everything that you want it to be right now. Look at me. You serve it less than excellent. Let me give you an example, because you may not you you may want a different job. Okay, so you're not giving excellence to your current job and you think you're doing it for the company. Stop. Everything you do, you do it as unto the Lord. Oh, it's quiet now. Your spouse isn't acting right. And so you figure, well, until this ninja gets it together, I ain't going to do this. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing this. Stop. Everything we do, we do it with excellence. Why y'all quiet in these comments tonight, prayer? Everything we do, we do with excellence. Uh, because uh, you may not like this current situation that's going on. You may say, well, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do mm -mm, mm -mm. Everything we do, we do it with excellence. Let me give you the scripture for this, and we're going to pray this thing out. Because watch me. If you realize that everything you do, you're doing it unto God. Watch me. I'm not going to give God something less than because I'm mad at you. I'm not going to give God something less than because I, I don't really enjoy you. Come on. I need you to drop 100% in the comments. Just drop 100 in the comments. We are a people who do everything with excellence. But watch me. Whether we like who we're doing it for or not, whether we enjoy who we're doing it for or not. You ready for this one? Whether somebody is watching us or not. Oh, my God. Whether somebody sees you or not. Whether somebody claps for you or not, we are people that does everything with excellence. Here's the verse, Colossians 3.23. We're going to pray this thing out. He says, whatever you do, do it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for humans. Whatever you do, that's one version. I'm going to read it to you in another version. Whatever you do, he says, do it as unto the Lord with all your heart, not with excellence. Or excuse me, not unto man. Everything has to be excellent. And let me tell you what happens. When you are a person of excellence, you have to be careful because people will say this, well, you want too much. You don't want enough. So I'm not dropping my standard because you can't meet it. Somebody better talk to me in these comments. Well, that, that's a lot. Listen, I've been told that since I was 12 years old. That's a lot. He want a lot. He want a lot because I give a lot. So I'm not expecting something that I don't deliver. Y'all better come on here. Okay, let me read you a few more translations of this verse. Colossians 3.22, or 3.23. This, oh my God, look at this. 3.23, this is your verse. 23, this is your verse. 20.23, this is your verse. Uh, um, let me read you a couple more versions. Um, English Standard, whatever you do, work heartily. As for the Lord and not for men. Which means whatever we do, God, this year, let us do it heartily. What does this mean? With all of us. Anything we set our hands to, it's getting 100%. Old school folk, you know this song, 99 and a half just won't do. Just Watch me. Half doing it won't cut it in 2023. In a jubilee year, God, we have to do everything we do. We have to do it with all of us. Let me read it to you, Amplified Bible. Whatever you do, whatever your task may be, work from the soul. That is, put your very best effort as something done for the Lord. 
and not to man. Father, forgive us for doing anything as if we were, oh God, as if we were doing it for people. Everything we do, we are doing it ultimately unto you. Everything we do, God, we're doing it ultimately unto you. Father, if we're cleaning, we're cleaning unto you. If we're sweeping, we're sweeping unto you. If we're typing, we're typing unto you. If we're emailing, we're emailing unto you. I heard the Lord loud and clear. I just heard him loud and clear. There are three of you that are watching right now. And your issue is that your current employment situation doesn't reflect the totality or the apex or the zenith of what you desire to do. Hear me and hear me clear. I just heard the Lord say what you don't know is that he has had you in an interview process on your current to see if you qualify for your next. You better hear me. It's at least three of you. God says you have been in an interview process not for your current role, but for a role that begins with these words, vice president of. If you think I might be talking to you, I need you to type a yes, Lord, in the comments right now. I need you to type a yes, Lord, in the comments right now. Follow what I'm saying. Type a yes, Lord, in the comments right now. It is an interview. It is an interview. Every assignment is an interview for your next. For some of you, you're serving. It lacks excellence. Get your serving together. It is an interview to qualify you for next. Father, forgive us for everything we have done. Come on, prayer. But we have not given it our all. Or we have not given it excellence. Because we said, well, they don't, they don't appreciate it. No, it ain't for them. It's not for them. It does not matter what they say. It does not matter whether or not they clap for us. It does not matter whether or not they appreciate what we do. We are not doing it unto people. We are doing it unto God. So forgive us tonight, God for complaining. Forgive us tonight, God, for half-stepping. Forgive us tonight, God, for expecting 100 when we only gave 50, for expecting the best when we did not sow the best. You give seed to the sower, and Father, in Jesus' name, we declare with every breath of our body this year, you're going to get excellence. But every time we open our eyes, you're going to get excellence. Every time we step into something, you're going to get excellence. Every time we move in any way, shape, form, or fashion, you are going to get excellence. At the grocery store, you're going to get excellence from us. In our fitness, you're going to get excellence from us. In our family, you're going to get excellence from us. And how we serve you, you're going to get excellence from us. And how we pray, you're going to get excellence from us. And, and how we communicate with people, you are going to get excellence from us. And for this, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, I know I had you type this word already. Follow my instructions, please. Type excellence one more time. Whatever platform you're on, type excellence. He will get excellence from us. This cannot be a jubilee year, and you are not giving God excellence. He cannot restore or make something better if you're holding on to average. If you're holding on to average. If you're holding on to, well, that's good enough. That's not going to cut it this year. Excellence is what's required from you. And excellence is what we're going to give him. Look at me. Excellence is not perfection. Excellence just means I take what I have, and I make the best out of it. I take what I have and I make the best out of it. I take what I have and I make the best out of it. Listen, um, let me just, in prayer tonight, let me just share even this quick, this, this my life. Um, since I was a kid, I have lived by that principle of excellence. That to me, it didn't matter who was looking. I saw what I was doing. God saw what I was doing. So when I was a kid, started my first business at 12, Excellence was what was necessary. My, I still have a picture up. If you're ever in Denver, go to Young Americans Bank. Tell them you need to see the second level. Tell them you were Bishop Foreman. They'll let you up there. And you will see from when I was 12 years old. Um, I, I probably weighed double in, <laughs> But uh, from when I was 12 years old, you go up there on the second floor where they teach their entrepreneurs and pioneered a business loan program. And I'm not saying any of this to be braggadocious or focus on me or anything. I'm just teaching you the principle. Excellence has to be your lifestyle. You will see, they still have my picture up there. And that's a, that, that, I ain't 12 no more. I said, y'all need to come up to the picture. I said, we're going to keep it. Um, because when you do things with excellence, watch me, you will leave a legacy. I pray that you live in such an excellent way that you leave a legacy, that you leave a mark that cannot be erased, that when people think of your name, they think of excellence. Genesis 12 says that God would make your name great. And I pray that wherever your name is brought up, your name is associated with excellence. Come on. Your name is associated with favor. Your name is associated with breakthrough. Your name 
is associated with blessing. Your name is associated with the best. That when you think of certain brands, you think of quality. I pray that when people think of your name, according to Genesis 12, that they think quality. Mm. When they think of your name, they think quality. When they think of your name, they think the best. When they think of your name, they think this is a person we need to get it done because this is a person of excellence. This is a man or a woman of excellence. Our name would be associated with excellence from this day forward in Jesus' name. Anything you set your hand to, they just say, oh, yeah, if so-and-so did it, they got it. If so-and-so doing it, they got it. If so-and-so's making it happen, they got it. If so-and-so is going to do this, they got it. Your name has to be associated with excellence. And anything that I do, that that, that is my goal. I, sloppy is not going to work for me. You got to hear me. And whenever you're a person of excellence, hear me Jubilee year, hear me prayer, people will tell you you're doing too much. And you got to learn how to just tell them, shh, be quiet. I'm not doing this for you. I am doing this for God. Which means, I don't, listen, you may think it don't take all of that, but I do. Because he does. Philippians 1 says, only approve the things that are excellent. People will tell you, you, your standards are too high. You don't have any. So why would I take your advice? I pray that you would shut your ears to the opinions of those that are nothing more than an odious stench to God. I pray that we would shut our ears to the opinions of those whose lack of excellence is an odious stench to God. I pray that you would not let Fruitless people try to tell you how to get fruit. I pray that you would not let people that are unaccomplished try to tell you how to accomplish something. I pray that you would break every generational curse for a lack of excellence off your bloodline. I pray that you would break every generational curse for average. Come on here. For settling. Too many of your bloodlines have been met with the spirit to settle. Settling means there was more available, but they didn't want to pay the price for it. That will not be your story. Come on, generational curse breakers. That will not be our story. Our story will be that everything God had, we pursued, and we pursued it with excellence. Everything God desired, we pursued, and we pursued it with excellence. Our stories will not be that we settled. We are not the settling type. Come on here, y'all. We are not the wander in the wilderness for 40 years type. We are not the type that's going to sit back and hope and wish. We are the type that we say we are well able. We are Joshua's and we are Caleb's that say we are strong, we are able, we are excellent. We are strong, we are able, we are excellent. We are strong, we are able, and we are excellent. In Jesus' name. Come on, we got to come up for breath. Drop an amen right there. Whatever platform you're on, do me a favor. If you haven't already, let me know where you're watching from and share this video. We're going in tonight. This was preliminaries. I hadn't even really started, but that's cool. We good. Welcome. Um, listen, you all, we gather together every single Monday night for one hour to pray. Now, listen, I'm going to be modifying the time here soon. We're going to leave it on Monday nights for a little bit, but we're going to modify that time here soon so that we can increase and expand our reach. And so we're going to do that. But for right now, Monday night, 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock Eastern. Join me. Let's pray on a variety of digital platforms. For most of you, this is going to be the longest consecutive period of time you're going to pray all week for this hour. So let's make it mean something. So set it in your alarm clock, like make it mean something. Hear me, guys. You cannot expect progress without prayer. The Bible says with all things, through prayer and supplication, let your request be made known to God. Um, uh, uh, the scripture teaches this. Uh, when it talks about the unjust judge, matter of fact, let me read it to you. When it talks about the unjust judge, the scripture makes this very powerful principle. It says that men ought to always pray. Um, in other words, if you pray all the time, uh, you will not lose your mind. Um, and so this is so important that you get this, right? You want to make sure that you understand that. Matter of fact, I want to read you a couple of verses from Luke 18 and 1. If you don't have our app, get our app. That's the best way to stay connected to all things harvest. Text the word harvest. The 55498. Can I get a few of you on Instagram to drop it in the comments? And then uh, if you're looking at me on this screen, it's coming up on the screen uh, now. This screen, meaning the one I'm pointing at right now, YouTube, Facebook, all those platforms, it's right there. Make sure you have our app. Do not rely on social media um, to stay connected. The app is the best way. To, joining our text family is the best way. Let me read this to you from Luke 18 and 1. About, basically, why do we keep praying? 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 Let me tell you why. Luke 18 says this. And he told them the parable to the effect that they ought to always pray and not lose heart. 
Uh, in other words, he says, if you are consistent in prayer, your heart in scripture references your mind. Let me teach you for a moment while we're covering this in prayer. Um, in the Old Testament, the Hebrew language is used, and it's the word leb, L-E-B. New Testament, the Greek language is used, and it's the word cardia. It starts with a K, K-A-R-D-I-A, where we get cardia in English, C-A-R-D-I-A. Things like cardia, cardiac, all right, uh, dealing with the heart. It means your mind. So it says this. So if you always pray, you're not going to lose your mind. What does it mean to lose your mind? It means you begin to think crazy thoughts. You begin to get erratic. You begin to get overly emotional. Father, the reason that we pray the way we do is because we refuse to lose our minds. We refuse to think crazy thoughts. Come on, y'all. We refuse to get overly emotional and erratic. You said if we pray all the time, we would not lose our minds. So, God, we thank you right now in Jesus' name that prayer would be the way we live. Prayer would be the way that we operate. Prayer is a privilege. It's not a right. Prayer is a, something we get to do. It's not something we have to do. I pray that in 2023, our passion for prayer would intensify. I pray that our passion for prayer would intensify and that we would not wait until the end of the day to pray. We would pray all day. We can pray 24-7. We don't have to be on our knees to pray. We don't have to do the hand emoji to pray. We can pray at any time because we have access. Come on, y'all. We have access. We get to go above everybody else's head. This is why we don't fight flesh and blood. Why I ain't got to fight with you. I can go over your head and go to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the great I am, the God that controls the hearts of kings and he can turn them any which way that he wants to. Father, forgive us for fighting so low when we have access to power so high. Come on, y'all. Forgive us for fighting so low when we have access to power so high. We can go above the doctor's head. We can go above the judge's head. We can go above the lawyer's head. We can go above your spouse's head. You can go above your boss's head. You can go above, above your children's head. What does this mean? We have access to power on high. So we thank you for access. You said that we can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. We ask that you forgive us for our sin tonight, God, so that our prayers would not be hindered. Forgive us for our iniquity. That's generational sin that we pass down and around. Forgive us for our transgression, where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. Forgive us, God, for our Sin, which literally means where we've missed the mark or made a mistake. We ask that you forgive us tonight, God, and we call on power on high. We don't have to fight human fights. We don't have to behave, as the Apostle Paul said, like mere men. We do not have to behave this way because we are spiritual beings. And because we are spiritual, we don't have to act like mere men. That's 1 Corinthians 3 and 3. We don't have to get jealous and fight with folks and act worldly. Paul said you're acting like mere humans. We have access to God. We have access to angel armies. We have access to a God that can fight for us. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Can I just get you to release a praise in the comments? A hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. A hands up emoji. A clap. Put something in the comments, whatever platform you're on. Put something in the comments. Stop fighting these human fights, prayer. You get mad with people. Stop. Go over their head. Go over their head. <laughs> Go over their head. Stop getting mad. I'm going to let them give them a piece of my mind. That's why you ain't got nothing left. You gave everybody a piece. Keep your mind and go over their heads. Keep your mind and go to the God that controls their heart. Hmm. Keep your peace and go to God. Come on. Right? And God will give you a plan of what to do. He'll tell you what to say. He'll tell you how to operate. There are certain things, look at me, there are certain things that when you pray about it, look at me, there are certain things that once you pray, you will literally, watch me, you will just step back from it. What do you mean? I ain't going to say nothing. Watch me. There have been times where I, my nature, can, can I tell you one of the greatest things the Lord has had to teach me the last couple of years? All right, and we're going to keep moving forward in prayer. Give me a favor. If you haven't shared, share. When you share, people can say, one of the greatest things that God has had to teach me, um, especially over the last couple of years, is everything doesn't need me to touch it. Um, I am the type where, especially if something's out of, the, not the way, you know, doesn't look, you know, something's off, I, my, my personality, generally speaking, is the type, no, nah, we're going to handle that. Oh, no, we're going to handle that. Anybody else like that? Well, you have a, I wish that somebody would, spirit. Come on, wave at me if you like that. Don't leave Bishop out there by himself. Anybody else got that? 
Like, I, I wish you would. I, I wish you would. Anybody, come on. I don't see no hands. Y'all, come on. I got at least one. I got at least one. Okay, I got at least two. And all of them over there on Facebook. Come on, Instagram. Y'all done left me. All right? I am the type of, she said, what? Oh, no. He said, what? Oh, no. All right? Or, or, or the Holy Ghost will tell me what they said. Those are the most interesting ones. Because the scripture says that the Holy Spirit will take what you say and it'll take and it'll run it to the ears of the one you said it to. And so um, I'll be like, oh, oh, this is what's going on. And what the Lord has had to teach me is there some things Jesus says, listen, just pray. And there are certain things, don't even touch it. Father, in 2023, show us what not to touch. Show us what we just need to let you handle. Show us the things we need to handle and show us the things we need to handle. Come on, y'all. That's the whole prayer right there. Show us the things we need to handle because there are certain things that you tell us to handle. When the disciples said to you, there's only two fish and five loaves of bread, you said you feed them. You do something about it. There are some things that we are supposed to do. There are other things that you are supposed to handle. Father, show us what we need to touch and show us what we need to take our hands off of. Oh my God. Show us what we need to confront and show us the things where we just need to say, God's gonna deal with that. Father, don't have us in a place where we are touching what you need to touch and we are not touching what we need to touch. In Jesus' name. Come on, y'all. That's a whole prayer right there. That's a whole prayer right there. Because if you don't pray that prayer, you will find your personality type will be the default of how you handle everything. Some things don't require you, come on, Erica, some things don't require you to even respond. There's certain, listen to me, some of you parents, you want to treat everything with your kids, especially your grown kids. There's certain things you think to say, they'll get it. Mm -mm. Some of you grown parents would fix your stress by getting out of your kids' business. They are grown. Get out of, leave them alone. That's a word for four parents on here, four, four parents on here tonight. Get out your grown kids' business. Train up a child in the way they should go. When they grow old, they will not depart. They're going to act like they forgot. And then eventually they're going to hurt enough to where they go, mom, daddy. They'll come back. But until they get for to stress me out, Lord, show us what to touch. Every leader, you don't have to touch everything. You don't have to deal with everything. Listen, and people will try to pressure you to deal with everything. That's because they don't sit in the seat that you deal, that you sit in. Everything does not require you to deal with it the way you the leader, not them. I pray for every leader tonight. If you're a leader, um, just do the hand wave emoji. If you're a leader in anything, arts and entertainment, business, family, government, education, church, whatever. If you're a leader in any way, put your, do the hand wave emoji. I pray for every leader right now. And in Jesus name, I pray that every leader would recognize that just because the followers are putting pressure to deal with something. There's a reason they're the followers and the leader is the leader. I pray that they would not improperly respond like Moses because of the pressure of people, but they would only respond to the pressure of who or what is above them, but they would not respond to the pressure of the follower. That's where Moses messed up. Don't let us make the same mistake of Moses responding to the pressure of the fellowship and he didn't respond to your pressure, God, as leadership. Let us only respond to who's above us and not feel the pressure from who we are sent to lead in Jesus' name. That'll set some leaders free right there. Don't make the same mistake that Moses made. Moses' mistake was that he was listening to everybody he's supposed to lead. Everybody he's supposed to lead, he listened to them. And then God is like, do this. And he's not listening to who's over him. He's not listening to who's over him. You got to hear me. All right. Everybody stay focused over there. There's some stuff going on in these comments over here. IG, stay focused. All right. All right. Um, listen, here's what we want to do. Do me a favor. If you have not shared, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. Second part of what we're going to do in prayer tonight is we're going to pray from one particular story. So let's look at what we've covered. We've covered our Jubilee year. You're in a Jubilee year, 2023. Uh, three things in the Jubilee year, emancipation, celebration, restoration. We've covered that in prayer. Next thing that we covered in prayer was that this would be a year of excellence for us. You cannot have better if you're celebrating, if you are walking in and tolerating average. You cannot have better if you're tolerating average. 
third thing um, that we just covered in prayer, we covered in prayer knowing what we need to touch and knowing what we not don't need to touch from Luke chapter 18, which says that if we pray all the time, we won't lose our minds. And there are certain things that when you pray about, you'll know I don't need to touch that right now. There are other things that when you pray about it, um, that you will discover you need to deal with them. You need to handle it. You need to deal with that situation at that time. All right. That's Luke 18. And then we covered the, the, uh, uh, that we would make prayer our passion this year. That prayer will be our focus this year. And I want to challenge you, especially during these 21 days of fasting and prayer, that you find yourself uh, in prayer consistently throughout the day. All right, like consistently throughout the day. That's what happened in Luke chapter 18. And Luke, matter of fact, let me just read you the rest of it real fast. And then we're going to move to the second part of prayer. Because I want to make sure that you get this so that you understand the privilege that we have to pray. Prayer is a privilege and it's not a right. Prayer is something that we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. Prayer is two-way communication with you and God. Prayer is not just you, blah, 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 In Jesus' name, amen. Prayer is you pray, he responds. So that's why when we pray on Monday nights, you'll hear me respond. That's God's response or his revelation. His revelation is his response. So we pray, I give you revelation. We pray, I give you revelation. That's the way prayer works. Uh, many times when I begin to pray, it is like, can I be honest with you? When I begin to pray, it is like, the, as I'm talking, I'm getting downloads. Do this, do this, call this person. Call this person. I can't tell you the number of times, the number of times where I have been uh, in prayer and literally I have to keep my phone real close to me because I literally get, he immediately responds. Do this, do this. Call this person, reach out to this person, tell this person to do this, tell this person to do this, tell this person to do this. You gotta hear me. It is a response. So for some of you, you need to keep a notepad close to you when you're praying, because he's going to immediately respond. Come on, Father, you are the God that responds to us. So in Jesus' name, we thank you for your responsiveness. You are not a God that does not respond to us. You are not a God that has a heavy ear where you're not listening to us. But God, don't let us be stiff-necked and not hear your responses. Let us respond to you or hear your responses. And then let us take action. Prayer gives us a plan. Prayer is not an end within itself. Prayer is the beginning to get a plan. And once we get that plan, we work that plan. Prayer is not an end to itself. Prayer tells us how to act. Prayer tells us what to do. Prayer tells us who to reach out to. Prayer tells us where to apply. Prayer tells us who's going to give us favor. Prayer gives us an idea. Prayer gives us a suggestion. I, um, even um, I, I just something just popped in my mind about how I was in prayer. I said, okay, God, what are we going to do about a particular situation? I said, God, what are we going to do about that? It was during a time of prayer. And he said, reach out to this person. I said, God, that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense to reach out to that person. And I said, yes, Lord, I will obey. Reached out to that person. And then literally the, the deal that we needed done for that particular situation was done. And the idea came from prayer. It came from prayer. Do you hear me? I cannot tell you, um, even from the business side, of uh, life and ministry and all that, how many business concepts. I remember when I was building, um, years and years ago when I was building um, uh, uh, my real estate finance business and uh, God was, it was amazing. And I said, okay, God, this is amazing, but I want to take it to the next level. And so I said, what am I going to do? How do I, what am I going to do to take this to the next level? The Lord, literally, I got on my computer. And back then, this was before I had Apple products. So I got on that doggone Microsoft Office. Anybody know about Microsoft Office? I'm trying to help you because for some of y'all, you keep, you, you watch me. You're going to everybody else for ideas but God. Come on, Bishop. Preach. Pray. You're going to everybody else but God. You're going to everybody else but God. You, you Watch me. You're going to everybody else but God. You talking to everybody else but God. You get everybody else's ideas but God. And so literally, I sat down at the computer. I typed this thing out. Um, and it was a marketing piece. And when I typed this marketing piece out, it was simple. It was black and white. In those days, everybody was doing postcards and all these types of things. 
And that's what people were doing. Um, direct mail was a big thing. The Holy Ghost said, I want you to find a mailing company. So I found this mailing company. They were in New Jersey. They're not even in business anymore today. They we're in New Jersey. I got the idea. I typed that thing out. I said, I don't really even know how to do this. Um, he said, listen, call the title company and do this. So I called the title company, did this. And then I got that. And then I did all of this. So I put together this whole marketing plan. Now, in those days, you would spend a lot of money for a lot of different marketing plans, all of that. But the Holy Ghost gave me an idea in prayer. Come on, type in prayer on the screen. Type that in prayer. He gave me an idea in prayer. And can I tell you something? That one piece, that simple black and white piece, nothing special about it, nothing, nothing intense about it, nothing deep about it, nothing flashy about it, not one lick of color on the screen. All I can tell you is that one piece, woo, it blessed me real good. I pray, God, that you would give us creative strategies, ideas, answers, that you would literally, God, give us divine instructions. If we pray all the time, we will not lose our minds. Father, forgive us for consulting everybody else, but not praying. Forgive us for asking every other person but not praying. Forgive us, God, for looking at every other YouTube video, but not praying. Forgive us, God, for Googling this and Googling this and Googling that and not praying. We have access. Heaven is not out of ideas. Oh, my God. Heaven is not out of strategies. Heaven is not out of creativity. Heaven is not lacking in any way, shape, form, or fashion. So tonight, God, we ask that you would respond to us when we pray. And I pray, God, that for every prayer request, let's go here. If you got a prayer request, the word pray means to pray, to ask. This is for yourself. Don't pray. Right now, we're not praying for anybody else. Those are two different types of prayers, intercession and supplication. The word pray means to ask, and this is for yourself. Drop your prayer request in the screen, on the screen right now. We're going to pray for others in a moment. Drop yours on the screen. God, in Jesus' name, I pray for every prayer request, God, and I pray that every prayer request, you would give us answers. You would give us strategy. You would give us a way. You would tell us who to call. You would tell us who to reach out to. You would tell us what agency to contact. You would show, show something. Bring it up on our timeline. Bring it up on our feed. Bring our name up. David never once submitted his resume or application to become king. You spoke his name to Samuel. When Samuel was in prayer, you said his name. When David was in prayer, David released his name. When David was in prayer, David released his name. He had never met Samuel. He had never seen Samuel. God, I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. He had never met Samuel. He had never seen Samuel. He had never been introduced to Samuel. You got to hear me, but you brought his name up to Samuel. I pray, God, that whomever our name needs to be brought up to, but we need them to open a door or we need them to favor us or we need them to create an opportunity. Whatever it might be, God, we pray that you would do like you've been doing over and over and over and over again. That you would do it for us. If you are no respecter of persons, if you did it for David, you will do it for us. I cover every one of these praise reports, or excuse me, prayer requests, and I called them right, and I pray that they would become praise reports right now in Jesus' name. I pray, Father, that there would be shalom, that nothing would be missing, nothing would be broken, nothing would be lacking in all as well. Erica, I stand in agreement with that prayer. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, drop an amen, whatever platform you're watching me on right now. You can still put your prayer request in. Let's go ahead and go here. Let's go number two, intercession. What does it mean to intercede? To intercede means to go to God on behalf of somebody that can't go to God on their own. John chapter nine teaches us that the only prayer heard of someone that is not saved is the prayer of salvation. That's why prayer is a privilege. It's not a right because everybody, watch me. You can pray, but it doesn't mean that he heard. You can say and ask for what you want to ask for. It does not mean that he hears your request. That's why this is a privilege that we cannot take lightly. Can I get you to drop the initials for any persons that you know that are not saved or persons that you know that have fallen away from the Lord or persons that you know that have not been, um, that are not sure in their walk with the Lord? Can you drop their initials on the screen? As we're about to pray right now that the Holy Ghost go get them. The Bible says that no man comes to the Lord except the Spirit draw him. 
And no man comes to the Lord except the Spirit draw him. And so, Father, in Jesus' name, that's John 6 and 44. You said nobody comes to you unless the Spirit draw him. So tonight, God, we cover these initials. If you want to tag them, you can tag them. If you want to put their full name, you can put their full name. We pray right now, God, for every individual uh, that whose names, initials, or tags that we're releasing right now, and we call them into salvation. You said that nobody comes to you unless the Spirit draw them. So even when we say that we've made a decision, really the only decision we made was to respond to the draw. The decision was to respond to the draw. So tonight, God, in Jesus' name, I pray that you would literally draw, draw from the north, the south, the east, the west, whatever circumstances they're in, whatever situations they're in, whatever uh, uh, vicissitudes they may find themselves in, draw them unto yourself. And we pray that in 2023, they would be saved and serving. It's an S-squared situation. They'd be saved and serving you this year. We come against any distractions. We come against anything that keeps them from you. I heard the Lord loud and clear. We come against doubt and we come against a false spirituality. I hear you, God. We come against a false spirituality where people say, I believe in principles of the Bible, but I don't believe in the God of the Bible. But the God of the Bible is the God that saved them. But the God of the Bible is the God that has protected them. Father, only you can show yourself strong. Even Thomas, after walking with you, still operated in doubt. So I pray, God, that for every set of initials where there is a, a, a mentality and a spirit of Thomas, that, Father, this year you would go get them. Holy Ghost, we say go get them. Can I get a few of y'all to be thugs in the spirit for just a moment and just type in all caps, go get them. Father, go get them. We declare salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Father, this is not just going to be something for us, but you said that we are blessed to be a blessing. So Father, we speak salvation to every set of initials, to every single individual, and we will not stop. That's Luke 18. We will not stop until we see results. We will not stop until we see results. We will not stop until we see what we pray for. We will not stop until we possess what we pray for. We will not stop until we acquire what we ask for. And for that, we say thank you. And go get them. Holy go get them wherever you got to get them from. Get them out of false beliefs. Get them out of false uh, systems. Get them out of fake spirituality. Get them out of crazy thinking. Get them out of crazy ideologies. I just heard this. Get them out of thinking that God doesn't love them because the way they grew up and the way God was presented to them, they think he does not love them. Wave at me if you know that some of the initials you put, that's their issue right now. That's their issue right now. Is that their issues that they put because of how God was presented to them as they grew up. Their issues that they think, well, he doesn't like me because of this. He doesn't love me because of this. Wave at me if you know some of the initials or the names of the text. I see your hands. Father, we come against anything. Your word says, what can separate us from the love of God? What can separate us from your love? Nothing. That's Romans chapter 8. I pray that whatever is trying to separate anybody whose initials we just released from your love, that that be shut down. That that be shut down and it be shut down this year. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Um, I, let me give you some instructions because I see several hands right here. Um, let me give you some instructions. For some of you, the love of God they need to see is going to come through you. And for some of you, the moment we get off prayer, what your assignment is, is to call them or text them and just let them know you love them and let them know God loves them. Don't say nothing else. Don't talk about, well, you know, you got to get this right. Shut your mouth. Don't do that. The Bible says it is the goodness of God that causes men to, to repentance, that brings men to repentance. Let me give you the scripture that leads men to repentance. That's Romans 2 and 4. It is the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. So don't you get on there trying to be the judge and jury of all. Stop that. Don't do that. The only thing you need to release is his love. Let him change them. Who is this helping? Let him change them. Let him deal with their lives. He's still dealing with you. Let him, he, he's still dealing with you. How many of you know that you may not be where you want to be, but you can thank God that you're not where you used to be? All right? 
right? You cannot win people over talking about, well, he loves you, but stop. Let him do that. Listen, that's why we that's why we saved. And if you're not, oh, in a moment, oh, you're gonna be you. You're going to meet this God. You're going to meet this God that loves you unconditionally. You're about to meet this God that, that died for you. You're about to meet this God that thinks you're to die for you. You're about to encounter this God. And just matter of fact, we're not waiting. If you're on prayer tonight and you are not a Christian, y'all know me, we flow, and you are not a Christian, tonight's your night. You're about to meet him. He's about to come get you right now. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord before, but you have not been faithful in serving him and you've not been faithful in your relationship to him, tonight's your night to reconnect. It's kind of like a phone bill that got disconnected. All we need you to do is just watch me is just get reconnected. Thirdly, thirdly, if you're like, Mr. Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God. To be honest, I'm not really sure. I don't really know. Right now is your moment to be sure. But tonight is your night. God came to get you on prayer. Somebody says, how can I believe the Lord loves me? It's very simple. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever should believe in him should have everlasting life. God thinks you are to die for. But Bishop, I made mistakes. That's what he died for. He died and paid the price that we would not have to pay the price. That's why the Bible says the wages of sin is what? Death. He died, but then he rose again so that we never have to pay that price. And tonight, if you need to become a Christian, Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure when I come to three, you're going to do the hand wavy emoji or you're going to say it's me. God's coming to get you right now. I'm not waiting to the end. We're coming now. One, two, three. But that's you. Do that hand wavy emoji or say it's me. Whatever platform you're on, he's coming to get you right now. We're not waiting to the end. This is your moment. It does not matter. Bishop, you don't know how I messed up. It doesn't matter. There's no place too low where the blood of Jesus cannot flow. There's no place too high where he will not draw nigh. They're responding on Instagram. They're responding already. Come on. Dude, I see. It's me. Come on. Wave that hand. Do the hand with emojis. Just say, it's me. Do the hand with emojis. Just say, it's me. They're responding. If you're not sure, be sure. There's nothing wrong with being sure. Being sure is just like when you walk out of your car and you start going into the mall, going to the movie theater, and you forget. You don't know whether or not you locked your car. There is nothing wrong with going back to check to make sure. Why? Because I don't want to find out by coming back and your car has been stolen. There's some of you tonight where you're not sure. Be sure tonight. Just say, it's me or do the hand with emoji. I see several of you over here on Instagram. I got you. I got you. Tonight is your night. God came to get you tonight. I see you over there on YouTube. I got you. Do that hand with emoji. Say, it's me. Mr. Foreman, why do I have to do all that? I don't want to do all of that. Jesus said that if you deny him publicly, he will deny you. It's kind of like being in a relationship with somebody that don't want you to know about them. Eh, nobody wants that. God says, all I need you to do is to go public. Not perfect, just go public. You're not saying you're going to be perfect. You're not. He just said, go public. There's a few of you, you just need to hit the button. Don't worry about it. You're in a safe place. Nobody's going to judge you. You were Bishop Foreman. You are in a safe place. No judgment, no condemnation, no shame. They're still responding. I'm going to count down from five because I want to lead us in a prayer. I'm going to count down from they're still responding on both Instagram pages. They're still responding over there on Facebook. This is why I asked you to share, because when you share, people get saved. This is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. Five, they're still responding. Four, they're still responding. Three, still responding. Do that hand with emoji, say it's me. Two, Bible says, somebody already quoted, there, there is a party going on. God is celebrating these decisions being made. You mean that much to him. You mean that much to him. You mean that much too. They're still responding. They are still responding. I just got to set it right there because they're still responding. I got to set it right there. They're still responding. I'm going to set it on one for just a few more seconds. Somebody like, what kind of counting is this? It's the kind of counting where you count. <laughs> it's the kind of counting where lives matter. Where lives matter. Black, white, tall, short, no matter your background. Everybody is included, and hear me, nobody, nobody is excluded. You don't have that much power to exclude people. He died for everybody. Everybody. Come on. They're still responding over here on IG. Listen, you can continue to respond. Do the hand remember just say it's me? They're still responding, but I need to lead you in this prayer because it's 757. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father. Thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord 
and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, come on, say it with me. Give me the grace to get right back up. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, y'all, if you just prayed that prayer, people are still responding. To God be the glory. If you just prayed that prayer, here's what the Bible says. The Bible makes it clear. You are born again. Well, Bishop, I didn't feel that. You didn't have to feel that. Well, I, I didn't sense that. You have sense of it. It, it's, 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 it's not a feeling. It's not a sensation. It's a belief. It's a knowing. That was just you're born again. What does this mean? That your spirit's new. But guess what's not new? Your soul, your mind, your thoughts, your will, and your emotions. So now that you're saved, this is why I want to have you to do this next step. Because now let me teach you what you need to do next. All I want you to do is just text this word harvest to 55498. 55498. Text the word harvest to 55498. Um, when you do that, it's going to shoot you an option list. You're just going to click the option that says salvation. I believe it's number two. Number two and number three. You'll see it for salvation. And when you do that, we're going to shoot you a message called what next? Now that I prayed this prayer, what do I do next? For most people, they pray the prayer they have no clue what to do next. Hear me. I am a shepherd, which means to me it's important that people don't just pray the prayer, but that they take the next step. I want to encourage you. Text the word harvest to 55498 into salvation. And then we're going to get that message called what next to you to show you what to do next. All right. To God be the glory. I can't wait to see how many came to the Lord tonight, but that's your next step. That is your next step. That is your next step. Um, texting the word harvest to 55498. Listen, guys, it's eight o'clock. We're out of time. I didn't even get to get to what I wanted to get to, and that's okay. I always pray about what we pray about, and uh, and I yield to the Lord. Listen, I love you guys. I am so excited to be able to spend this time with you every Monday night. I look forward to it. Legit. Anybody else look forward to Monday nights? I look forward to Monday nights every single week. Here's uh, what I want to do. I didn't get to finish Luke 18, but here's here's what we're going to do. Um, this is uh, the seed we're going to sow. Luke 18 says that they ought to always pray, not lose heart. It goes all the way down to verse 8. God says, I tell you, he will probably carry out justice on their behalf. Uh, in other words, God says, I am going to make sure that when you pray and pray consistently, I'm going to take care of you. And you just put that on the screen. God's got me. People are still responding for salvation, by the way. Come on. They are still responding. I got you. I got you. Um, Clarissa T, I got you. Jesus. Come on here. Ah. All right. Here's what I'm going to show, guys. We always want to bless what blesses us. We always want to be cheerful givers. You always want to sow. I am a sower. Do not get mad at somebody that reaps because they sow. I am a sower, and because of that, God is good to me, and I want you to be blessed in everything that you do. That is my heart. Um, that is my heart. So um, here's what we're going to sow tonight. We're going to sow $18.80. Now, you can do more than that, we're gonna, um, but but put those numbers in it. Some of you might want to do $81.80. You can do any combination of that, but you want a, a 1 and an 8 in it for Luke 18 and 8. But God says that if you are consistent in prayer, he's going to execute justice on your behalf. Listen, your prayers are not in vain. And I pray that in 2023, you receive results in prayer. How can you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle. It's not coming up for me. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, or Giblify. All of that is available. The key email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. It's not selecting here for me to go to Bishop Foreman number two. Um, but you can sow that way. Uh, you said, Bishop, I don't have 18 and 80. Get as close as you can. Sow something with those numbers in it. And I know a lot of you are like, Bishop, that's all? I'm going to sow more. Sow more. I'm that type of person. Like when I hear a seed and they're like, you know, $20, I'm like, well, I don't give 200 I mean, I love to give. The Bible says he loves a cheerful giver. And because of that, he like listen, he likes blessing his son. He likes blessing me. And I do not apologize for it. I do not apologize for it. He likes blessing me. Um, and when you are a faithful giver, that's that's the life you will live. You will live a life where you're like, God takes care of me. God makes sure I'm good. There it is at the reset. God takes care of me. How do you send it? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. 
um, the hello at Harvest Church Step Church, you can use you can use text to give. Text the amount to eight four three two one. You can text the amount to eight. Can somebody put my cash up up so I can pin it, please? Can I get um, somebody to do that for me, please? Um, can I get somebody to do that over here too, so we can pin that? Boom, there we go. Can I get somebody to do it over here? Um, I so listen. When you're a faithful giver, he does that, uh, and that's just the way that he does. All right, I love you guys. Um, listen, real quick, we are day what? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, day five on our day of five days of fasting and prayer. How are y'all doing? You good? Talk to me in them comments. Are you good? How you doing? How are you doing? You good? Talk to me. Talk to me. I know you're sewing. I know you're multitasking, but how are you doing on your fifth day of fast? I see great in the comments. I see great doing great. This is good. This is good. You're doing good. I see the, the strong emoji. Strong. Good. Uh, somebody says lost five pounds. Come on. One of the unintended consequences of the fast is that you are going to experience some health benefits. Um, your skin is going to get better because uh, you that sugar is going to be out. Your health and your energy. At first, it may drop. Then it's going to come up. Um, so there's some unintended benefits to the fast too. If you're just finding out about the fast and you want to join us, you can join us. Just text Harvest to 55498 and enter the option for events and you'll be able to see the fast in there. You can download the fast instructions. All right. I love you guys. Somebody says I got more energy to get things done. This is amazing. All right. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Hey guys, let's stay focused. Uh, for those who are called to reach out to I mean to speak, can we just screen record? Absolutely. You can do that. Great question. Absolutely. You can do that. Absolutely. All right. Love you guys. Gotta go. It's 805. And I feel alive. Love you. Shalom. Have a good night. Get your seed in the ground. What is the name of the seed? I saw that question and I missed it. Let's just call this your prayer seed. Because it's tied to Luke 18. Um, that you have to always pray. If you pray all the time, you're not gonna lose your mind. Call this your prayer seed. All right. Love y'all. Shalom. Have a good night. Love you. Shalom. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wells Fargo presents one of the surest ways to grow your money. A Wells Fargo CD account. Where you can earn a 5.00% annual percentage yield on an 11-month term with a minimum opening deposit of $5,000. Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash CD rates to open a CD account and start growing your savings with us. Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Member FDIC. 